Thanks for joining us for Empower Wichita. I'm your host, Miranda Watkins, and I've got Debbie Kennedy in the studio with me again. We're going to talk about the Wichita Children's Home. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for inviting me back. Of course. We're going to make you a regular. I, mean, uh, I would love that. We need to just make this definite thing, and uh, we'll officially say it now. You're going to be a regular on the that show. That would be wonderful. <laughs> because I have ran into so many of your fans that listen to this show that have commented. So oh, I really do appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to test the Wichita Children's Home with you. Good. I love that. And thank you to everybody that listens. We're so appreciative of you guys. And we've had a lot of people um, call up and ask their charities or how do I get involved in other charities. If you guys really want to find out information, we love that. That's the number one thing we love to hear. So you can go to our website at power935.com and click on Empower. That's got all our Empower sessions. You can listen to them. You can email them. You can save them to your computer. But the great thing is you can listen to that and find out all the information about all these groups. Like today, you can find out about the Wichita Children's Home and you can look everything up and find out ways to get involved. Let's get started. For everyone that uh, missed the last time Debbie was on the air, she is with the Wichita Children's Home, something that has been around for quite some time and has a really awesome history. So give us give us the cliff notes. Give us the history of how you guys came to be in our city. We are 128 years old. Good Lord. That means that we've had some strong leadership for 128 yes. years to yes. continue to be relevant in our community. The opposite side of that is it's really sad that we've had to be around for 128 years, mm. but we're there to help abused, abandoned, neglected, exploited children that are in our community. So we provide them the resources they need to get out of a situation that's not safe and we help them through those traumas. So it's one of those situations where, of course, you never want to think that someone that you love is going to be in need of your services. But on the other side of that coin, if that circumstance ever happened, you're there and you're ready. Right. And anytime that you hear a child's been placed in police protective custody, they're coming to the children's home. I mean, and that has to be such a situation. I mean, for a lot of these kids, they're unable to pack a bag. They're there's not time to prepare to grab your favorite toy or stuffed animal. Take me through what happens. I mean, you, I'm, obviously you guys are there with open arms. So what happens after that? They'll, the, the police will bring them in. So whether they pick them up at their home or at their school, at the daycare, when they get that call and, and they decide that that child is not in a safe environment and they need to do an investigation, then that they will bring them to the children's home where they immediately find um, a healing environment. We're really trying to be very intentional about how we welcome those children in to decrease the trauma that they've experienced. Mm -hmm. And so then we get them uh, into the proper setting, whether it's staying at the the shelter at the children's home or being placed in emergency foster care. Zero to 12, we place them in with emergency foster care services. And we have 39 families that are willing to help us do that. Wow. Older than that, they stayed there on our campus on 37th Street. So 39 families around yes. the city that are, that are helping and stepping up. That's so awesome. So talk to me about, because I, you guys have a lot of different programs, and if you want to find out just a few of them, perhaps for your own well-being, for someone you love, or if you'd like to donate and uh, be a part of the Wichita Children's Home, you can go to wch.org, and it will just explain a couple things like what exactly the emergency shelter is, what DC of custody is, and then also ways that uh, you can be a part of things like foster care. There's also street outreach, uh, Bridges, which is uh, a program that's, well, you can tell me what exactly is Bridges. Bridges is for those children that um, have aged out of foster care. Okay. And it's an apartment complex, Bridges too. It's an apartment wow. complex. So if they, we've recognized them as being homeless and no place to go, or if they're leaving the foster care system mm-hmm. and they would be released to homelessness, wow. then we we have a 31 apartment complex on our campus that we move those children in and then we start to teach them the lessons of life, making sure that they can get a job, um, take care of themselves, um, 
a lot of those children have children. And so we have a licensed daycare center on site. We have a school, a USD 259 school on site so that oh we can gosh. get them and catch, uh, recapture those credits to get them to graduate. Now, in our Bridges One program, those are those children from 16 to 18 that they they are in state custody and they don't mm-hmm. have any other place to place them. And so we start them on that path of becoming a man and a woman and being self-sufficient. Wow. So that's more of an intense program that we have where mm-hmm. it's more of a residential kind of setting, not apartments. But then we move them into our apartment complex as they progress. But imagine yeah. being 16 or 17 and going, I have no yeah. else to go. But we have very caring staff and a very caring community that we can wrap that love and services around them to help them understand. So eventually they can be self-sufficient and not carry those, the traumas with them. I don't want these children carrying trauma into their adulthood. And I love that you guys aren't just being one part of their lives. You're saying, here, let's help you become an adult and and become, you know, the person that you want to be. You're not just saying, okay, you're you're 18, you're out the door. Good luck. Right. No, we've got to be part of that solution. And we work with so many different agencies, you know, with our Department of Children and Families with St. Francis Community Services, Caw Valley. I mean, we work with so many services to get those children. You asked how the kids get to Bridges? Yeah. Our Bridges 2 program, we have the only homeless services for youth in our community. So we have what we call Opportunity Zone, or Oz. It's open 17 hours a week that our homeless youth will drop in and see us. And we give them warm meals and clothing and a shower. They can wash their clothes and get their mail. They get case management. They get love. They're recognized as having worth. At the same time, I have staff that are going out combing the whole entire community to look for homeless youth so that they can put an eye on that child and Mm -hmm. give them clothes and give them a food bag, give them recognition and and telling them about our program. We are involved in the safe place. So when you go to Quick Trip and you see that safe place sign, that's the children's home. Really? In, in in partnership with Quick Trip. Those children, and we go into all the schools and we tell the freshmen all about this program. Okay. So if you are in danger, you go to a Quick Trip and you tell them you need to call Safe Place. Mm-hmm. And they will call us and I have someone on call and we will respond to that child within 30 minutes. It's a wonderful partnership that we have with Quick Trip. But anytime you see that sign, recognize that it's there because we have children that need to have a place that they can run to. And those Quick Trip staff members are taught how to manage that child until we get there. And they then, we will find a safe place. And many, many times it's brought back to the children's home where we give them the care. So Safe Place Week is going to be March 19th. We're celebrating that. And we're celebrating the fact that we do have a homeless youth component in our community. And that's Mm. through the children's home. But you can see just being out there, We recognize children in need and continue through our services. I wasn't aware that there was such a a population of kids, of teens that are out there with, you know, no roof over their head and and no food in their stomach. And the fact that you guys are trying to find them, trying to reach out to them. It is sad, but you have to think about teenagers that are running away from home and nobody Mm -hmm. calls them in as a runaway. So fine, you've left the house, you make it on your own. Yeah. For whatever reason, where that family is not calling them in, they're saying goodbye to that child. And so you see a broken child hurt, hurt and traumatized, which have those big old walls you know, again, we oh, talked last time, the walls there. they I put up, <laughs> but we need to help them take it down and trust our community. 
Well, and I and I've definitely did did the angry teen. I'm mad at my parents. I'm going to leave. But the, now that I'm an adult with my own child, I I've realized is that is there was a different type of world that I thought I was in. I didn't think people hurt children. I didn't think people. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was in danger. And that is something that I think a lot of teens feel like they know how the world works and. They're not going to be hurt by it because they're smarter, right? And I, I was there. I'm not. I'm not knocking anybody. I remember thinking that, but it didn't terrify me until I became a parent and realized that mindset can lead you to, into a lot of trouble. It can lead you to some dangerous situations, right? And the research says that a child within 48 hours of running away will be sought out, found, and compromised. Unless mm-hmm. they have a lot of resiliency or common sense to get into human trafficking, they mm-hmm. become victims of human trafficking. And I know you and I talked about that off yeah. air. There's been a lot of things that I've seen in the news, uh, even in our in our local news and at our paper, that had to do with uh, human trafficking, labor trafficking. It seems like such a scary topic, but it's something that is going on here, and it does affect our city and cities around us. Where do you guys come in with that? Being that you are the children's home here, and that you do have well, I guess guess what would be called the safe place for people or children that have been taken from dangerous situations. Where do you guys come in with this? How we responded to that that change in statute, the law a couple yeah. years ago, we responded to that by opening up a unit at the children's home that specializes only there for labor and human, you know, uh, sexual trafficking Gosh. youth. And we opened it up, and we're the only ones in the entire state of Kansas that has a unit that's specific for labor and human trafficking, sexual trafficking victims of our youth. And so no matter where they're picked up in the state of Kansas, and that police officer brings them to the Wichita Children's Home. And so they're placed in that police protective custody, but it's a designated unit mm-hmm. to deal with those issues. Those kids will come in, and their bodies are broken down. Think about, you know, I'm being drugged so I can be yeah. sold for sex, or I can be sold for labor. Um and so they need medical attention. Um, they need to know that they're cared for. And so typically the first day they're sleeping off all of those things. The oh second day they kind of recognize that I'm here. And many, many times they think that person that's selling them is their boyfriend. And that's what we try to what? explain to them. Yeah, he's the only one who loves me. He's getting my nails done. He's ha- having my hair fixed. He's giving me little dollars. But he's also selling that. Yeah. And it's we really try to teach them how to have safe boundaries mm-hmm. and appropriate relationships relationships. But when you're hungry and you're on the streets, you will do desperate things to survive. And so a lot of times that survival sex and and they know that. Um, and we all need to be intentional how we protect and care for those victims of wow. trafficking. And we are a city that is happening in. We mm-hmm. have the I-35, I-70 corridor. We have youth that are trusting Mm-hmm. of adults. Oh, yeah. And we, you know, I, I go out and I tell people, be careful how you uh, how you dress your children. Mm-hmm. Don't put their names on their t-shirt and then send them out to the bus stop or their names okay. on their book bag because a stranger may say, hey, hey, Jody, and they think that that person knows me. Like, but oh, they you know just, me, so you must be fine. You must be fine, but they just read it on the t-shirt or their book bags. Mm, so be very okay. cautious of how that, those are things, they're wonderful things to have, but only let those children wear those items when you're with them. Mm-hmm. Don't put them in a situation where you're not going to have an eye on them and having them wear those clothes or that book bag with their name. And I think that it is such a situation where you think, I growing up in Kansas, Wichita's not that big. There aren't those people out there. But the sad reflection is that there are, but that you guys are out there trying to 
combat this. And there are so many ways that you can help the Wichita Children's Home make a difference. Because again, like we said, they children that have been in any way, shape, or form uh, put in danger and are taken from their homes uh, due to their safety, they come immediately to the Wichita Children's Home in our area for emergency shelter. If for any reason uh, a child has been put through human trafficking, labor trafficking, they come straight to the Wichita Children's Home. I mean, anywhere in the state, they're, they're going straight here. So there's a lot of things that you guys are in need of, I'm sure. What can our listeners do to help? How can we help you guys make a difference? Because you guys go above and beyond every day to make these kids feel special and loved and important. How can we help? I appreciate that question very much. Certainly, you know, any um, monetary gift was wonderful. We can always use that because those needs continue to to increase as we take care of the children. We also could use clothing. Um, We can use snacks. We talked about our homeless youth. Mm -hmm. We can always use those quick snack type foods, protein bars and water, things like that, because we do go out underneath those bridges and and take these kinds of foods and things to those that homeless youth. So I I always like to answer this. Whatever you buy your child, you could use. We can use. Okay. Because we're taking care of children. Just like yesterday, for example, I was making rounds and one young man said, Miss Debbie, could you get us a, um, oh, what is it, Xbox 3 or what? A PlayStation 3. (laughs) Can you get us a PlayStation 3? And I laugh going, you know, they have all this other kind of stuff, but the one (laughs) thing I don't have is a a PlayStation 3 and the child wanted that because they feel that it's home and they they want to play and do the things that they want to do. If anyone is upset at their husband because he forgot to take out the trash (laughs) or clean out the garage and you've got that Xbox laying around. Or that PlayStation. Or that PlayStation. You could drop it off at the Wichita Children's Home. Know that it's going to be appreciated and maybe (laughs) your spouse would not laugh on chores so much. I'm just throwing that out there. That's an idea for everybody. So are we going to get angry calls from their spouses that says, give me back my... It's for the kids. (laughs) It is for the children. (laughs) But I mean, and this is something that we talked about on the break. I mean, I was cleaning out uh, our closet. So I, I mean, I've got diapers that don't fit my son anymore, clothes that don't fit him anymore. You know, when they're in that age of, you know, zero to 12 months, you go through clothes quicker than anything I've ever seen. So there's a lot of stuff that I can just put in a bag and drop off. So think about every closet in your house. Think about going through and ladies, if you're like me, all the different lotions that you buy and then you think I never even use that one. All the different things that you buy thinking I'm going to need this. You don't use it. It's there. You still got wrapped up soap. You've still got shampoos that have never even been opened. That's all of the stuff. I mean, that's my bathroom's filled with that stuff. Yes. And it's all things that you can donate. Maybe you bought some things. If you have a picky husband like I do, I will buy protein bars. I'll buy fruit drinks. He won't drink any of it. He doesn't eat any of it. That's all (laughs) stuff you can donate. Yes. And what's great is it doesn't go to waste. So you're not tossing it in the trash. You're not just letting it sit there and collect dust. You know it's getting used and it's getting appreciated. That's what's really awesome. There's even a list you can look up on their website. Uh, Just go to wch.org and you can click on the wish list. This has got everything like food, clothing, uh, different age groups. And think about all the stuff that you need to clean. I mean, all the different things that you need that you sit there and clean your house with. They need that stuff too. And school supplies, all the good stuff that we all have in our houses. Everybody. you know, we're we're cognizant of our police force right now with everything that's happened, and we have a, a lounge area for them where oh, they because cool. when they bring the child in, sometimes they just need a place to go sit and quiet and, and kind of yeah. look at what happened to them. And so, if anybody wants to donate some water or some cookies or, or anything to, for the law enforcement, if that's how you want to give back to support them, we could use those things as well. Oh, and a shout out because we do have a great police force and a great police chief, and I 
everybody's just been really great. And we're like, we even, we actually had the chief on uh, the air with us not too long ago. So shout out to him and just all the hard work well, that everyone does. Well, they're very touched because you have to remember that they see that child in their living circumstances yeah. and they have to make that curbside decision. What am I going to do? And so they see it there and then they bring it here. And so we have this lounge where they can just go in. There's no windows, shut the door and just kind of, uh, okay, get it back together. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's nice to let them have a soda and a pack of chips or a, yeah. some cookies and sit in the in the recliner and watch a little basketball since we're in March <laughs> Madness and there just regroup before they have to go back out. Mm-hmm. There's so much that, that you guys do to help all the different programs. If you guys want to find out more about the different programs that they have or if you want to volunteer, I mean, if you want to find out more about perhaps becoming a foster parent, if you want to find out more about becoming a member, if you would like to, you know, maybe go and visit and say, hey, I just want to come and help. Uh, maybe I can drop off some clothes. Maybe I can drop off some some food or maybe I can drop off some toiletry items. That's all stuff you can do. And if you don't have the time, uh, you can drop off a monetary donation, write a check. It's really great just to be able to help. So just go to wch.org. That's all the information that you need right there on their website. They're also on Facebook. You can like them. You can follow them. Honestly, now that we're just kind of talking about things that you can do, what are you waiting for? get into it. I mean, there's tons that you can do to make a difference. And now that we're getting kind of into the end of the show, unfortunately, is there anything that you just want to leave our listeners with to hope that maybe they just know about the Wichita Children's Home or perhaps your goal for 2016 or 2017 for, uh, the Wichita Children's Home with our listeners. My goal is that everybody in our community knows about the Children's Home. So I love the opportunity to come and speak with you because I know your listening base is strong. But more important, I'd just like to say thank you because our community has supported the Children's Home for so long and they continue to do it with such love. And I know they're blessed, but we're blessed by their their awareness and their gifts that they give to us. So Mm -hmm. a big shout out to to the community for supporting the Children's Home. You know, we love them. We love them because we could not do the work without them. It is a community effort. I'm just blessed to be able to work there. It's always so much fun to have you on. And I just hope everybody listens to this. Uh, Give it a listen. If you want to email these, you can. You can actually download this entire interview and keep it on your computer or send it out to everybody. You can share it on Facebook. Just go to our website, power935.com and click on Empower. If you want to find out more about the Children's Home, how you can help with the Wichita Children's Home, go to wch.org. You can also find them on Facebook. Just make a difference because these kids are awesome. And they deserve all the love we got. Thank you so much for joining Thank me. Thank you. You're listening to Empower Wichita on Power 93.5.